what I, what I kind of did is I had a big party. I made this decision that this is what I was going to do. I invited all my friends over. I told them, like, I have an announcement. I was so excited. And so all these people came over and they thought I was pregnant, but, but no. Um, and I made this announcement. I said, I'm going to like quit nursing. I'm going to become a life coach. And, and it was complete and utter silence in the room. Until finally one person spoke up and she said, Steph, we have no idea what that is, but we're sure you'll be very good at it. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, you just watch. In five years, everybody's going to know one, be one, or have one. And that's exactly what happened. Welcome to the Secrets of Success podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Keyes. Well, this week I have a special guest, a friend of mine, Stephanie Staples, who really shares her journey of going from being a nurse to a professional coach and speaker and really helping people to live unlimited lives. And so that'll be coming up here just in a second. But it's interesting in our conversation, one of the things we talked about is, you know, not worry about what other people think, but also to take responsibility for our life and that our life really reflects what we've been thinking, what we've been doing or not doing, and that only you can know your direction. And so if you haven't already gotten my book, The Quest for Purpose, then my encouragement is you go to questforpurpose.ca and or to get some of our tools or assessments to help in your clarity. And if you are a leader, then these tools help to clarify the values and the personality and the in the background and their preferences of the individuals that work with you. And it was interesting how Stephanie and I were coming around is that you know, sometimes we need to decide where we're going from what we're not doing as much as what we are doing. So let's encourage you this time to think about, you know, everybody listening to this podcast matters. You have a role to play. You have a purpose. You have an assignment. You have a calling. Whatever word you want to use, it's your responsibility to embrace that. So hopefully... You will be encouraged by today's show with Stephanie, just a delightful individual who is a radio host and knows her stuff. Here's our interview today with Stephanie Staples. Well, I have a fellow podcaster, really a fellow radio host, an individual who I had the pleasure of being on her show in Winnipeg many years ago. We don't even want to say how long ago. So this is a friend, a colleague, from the speaking industry, and we want to welcome uh, Stephanie Staples to the show today. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Well, thanks so much. It's so fun to have the tables turned. <laughs> well, there we go. Well, you're a gifted host, a gifted radio host, but also communicator as a professional speaker. Uh, you have your um, business, which is Your Life Unlimited. And we'll get into your expertise of really helping people to realize their potential and to have a success in life. But before we get into that, Stephanie, a little bit about your journey. I mean, your background, where you came from, where were you born? Well, so my my life, my background is in healthcare. I've been in healthcare since I was 15 years old. Um, I became a nurse quite young. And at some point, I would say late 20s-ish, I realized I had this nice life. I had a nice job. I had a nice husband. I had nice kids and a nice house. 
And for some reason, I wasn't as happy as I thought I should be. And I felt like there was something more, like there, there's something more out there. And I just didn't know what it was. And I was frustrated by that fact that, oh, why aren't I happy? I have all this, this great life. And um, around about that time, I stumbled into the world of personal development. And for me, it was just like a pot of gold. And I started to kind of, you know, work on myself. I was changing myself in all sorts of different ways. And eventually people started noticing and they started saying like, what's going on? Like, what are you doing? What's, what's this happening? How are you doing this? And right about that time, you know how they say when the student is ready, the teacher appears. I discovered this little profession called life coaching. And it was a brand new profession at the time. And, but again, I talked myself out of it. I was like, no, I have a good job. Like, I don't, I don't need to do that. Um, but I was so shocked that there was a job where you could help people build a better life and get paid for it. I thought, well, that sounds so cool. Now, so Stephanie, before did, I forget, sorry, I'm just interrupting okay. the flow for a reason. I want to come back to something. You said I stumbled into personal development. Where did this stumble happen? How did that happen? You know, I honestly don't remember exactly where it, I don't, I don't remember that integral piece of the puzzle. I just remember I started working harder on myself than on anything else. And instead of trying to change other people, I just worked on changing myself and, and everything changed after that. Mm, so people are saying, hey, what's going on with you? What, was, what were some of the differences for you? What did they notice in you that was starting to occur um, as far as the shift for you? Well, for one thing, physically I changed. So physically I just, I, I got healthier than I had ever been in my whole life. I, I got in better shape than I had ever been in my whole life. Um, my mindset definitely shifted. I wasn't as critical. I wasn't as judgmental. I was much more positive. I was just generally happier. I was more uh, generous. I was more giving. I was more accepting. I was just a nicer person, honestly. <laughs> well, we don't want to go back to what you were before well, I that. I wasn't awful, sure. but... <laughs> right. Now, let, let's get back and confuse the listeners just slightly. And what drove you into nursing in the first place? Oh, What was sort of the, the that's inspiration so easy, behind and that? I bet, I bet you could ask 99% of healthcare prof professionals, and we would all say the same things, is that we want to help people. You know, we just want to help. We want to, we want to serve. We want to care. And so that was easy. And the funny thing is that people think what I'm doing now is so different from nursing, and I think it's not at all. I think I went into nursing to help people, and what I'm doing now is helping people, and this is like, this is my specialty, right? Some people are into geriatrics, some are into pediatrics, some are ER, or this is my specialty. So I think I am nursing. It's just a different way. Mm, uh, sure, the holistic development of the individual. Now, mm -hmm. did you keep? Have you kept your nursing up, or did you just leave that, set it aside, and continue down this path? Well, I had my own nursing business actually, so that allowed me the opportunity to to build this speaking business. So I had other nurses that worked for me. We worked in community health, and so the more the busier I got with speaking, the more the other nurses kind of took over. And eventually I kind of had two full-time businesses and I had to, to make a decision. So I sold my nursing business and then I probably kept my license for another two years after that. And, and giving up my license was, it was a big thing. Like it was mm. sort of melancholy, right? It's like, Oh, that was, it was a big thing, but I, I have given it up. So Stephanie, where did you get the courage to let that go? Cause there's listeners here who want to go into a new chapter They've spent their life developing skills, capabilities in a certain stream, if you may, 
and now they are presented with an opportunity to go in a different direction. How would you encourage the listeners on the courage you had to make this big shift and let go of this licensing? Well, thanks for thanks for uh, using that word, courage. <laughs> I think there's a couple different ways, and there's, and there's no right one right answer, right? For anything that we do under that success bracket, you know, there's a thousand different ways to you know to do your to do your success your way. And so some say, you know, you got to be all in. You got to be all in and just like start this new business and 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 that's it. Like let the other one go and you know. Mm-hmm take a step and the bridge will appear sort of thing. Then there's the other school of thought. that's like, you know, we got a mortgage to pay. We got kids to feed. Like the reality of this is like, we can't, we can't afford to take that chance. So I was fortunate in my job in that because I was self-employed, I had the opportunity to build that, to build the business while I, while I made the other one smaller at that time. But it was actually, I remember it was something one of my friends said to me, we were on a canoe <laughs> and she, she talked to, she asked me like why I still had this other business. And I was like, well, you know, it's kind of my plan B, like my fallback if things don't work out. And, and she said something about herself and she was a photographer and she had had this other job while she was building the business. And she said, I feel like, you know, people aren't taking me seriously or that I'm not even taking it seriously. Like I'm not all in because I have this plan B. And I thought that too. I thought, you know what? I'm, I got this plan B and I, I don't want to have a plan B anymore. I know I can make this work. And if I can't make this work, um, I'm smart enough to figure out something else. A nurse by the typical sense is not who I am anymore. I felt like I outgrew that. And I needed to really grow into this new space. And, you know, we can't, we don't have room for anything new if we keep all that old stuff in the way. Okay, so emptying emptying some file cabinets and making some room for some new ones. Um, Excellent. So you had transitioned. And I appreciate, Stephanie, what you're saying to the listeners, because there's lots of people that are listening that are considering a shift or a change, is there's no right way to do it. There's a way that works for you and your situation and your conditions. And so we want to be respected on that. There are different pathways. There's different expertise or experiences such as you're sharing and how you did it. But how it works for you, the listener, right now is individual to, uh, to you. And, and maybe, to we need to, that. maybe we need to ask why, like why. Why are we holding on to that other thing? Is it truly that we need it? Is it fear-based? Like, what are the reasons around it? You know, to, mm. I think maybe that the questions that go beyond that, that, that five stages of why kind of thing might, um, you know, might help people get some clarity. Mm. Now, I understand that getting better and healthier, you became a triathlete in, in this whole scheme of things. <laughs> when well, did that you know, happen? In the loose sense of the word. <laughs> <laughs> when you say you're a triathlete, nobody ever asks, like, you know, where did you come in? So kind of my claim to fame is that I, you know, basically come in last and that's, that's working quite well for me. <laughs> well, you, you finished and I suspect there's the odd listener who couldn't compete in a triathlete right now. So that being said, congratulations on doing it and setting that up. So let's skip back, Stephanie, to you discovered this life coaching. When was that? When did that happen that you discovered this industry of life coaching and helping others? So I would be going back about 13 years from now. So I started, um, I thought, well, I'm going to get, you know, I, get, I, I got trained as a coach. And my mentor said to me, she said, if you, even if you don't coach one person, 
what you learn in the training will benefit you greatly. And I trusted her and I, I did that. And, and she was right. Um, so I started doing uh, personal coaching. Then I started doing group coaching. And then somebody asked me, hey, would you come do a seminar for our group? And I was like, well, I don't really know how to do that. But hey, I'll give it a try. And as soon as I did that, it was like, oh, it was, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, this is how I'm supposed to be nursing. This is how I'm supposed to be coaching. I just mm-hmm. knew. You were just paying attention to the energy and the experience that went on with you. And that was a discovery. Now, prior to doing this group presentation, had it occurred to you that this is something that you wanted to do prior to? Never, never. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting in our industry, right? Because sometimes you, you meet other speakers and, and they, they had a moment where they saw somebody on stage and they were like, oh, I want to do that. And never. And then there's some of us who just kind of fell into it accidentally. Never once did I ever think I want to do that. In fact, the thought of me being on stage and everyone looking at me and judging me and no interest in that at all. However, I believe in my message so much that I am willing to be put up on stage and to be judged and to be whatever. And if I won the lottery tomorrow, this is exactly what I would be doing the following day. Mm-hmm. It's a great feeling. It's really so a great feeling. What do you say, you know, as an individual who works in the area of purpose and helping people, what do you say to people who are, who are filtering through and trying to find their unlimited self? You know, unlimited self comes in a place where you are in a space that you are in your zone. So how would you coach me or coach our listeners, Stephanie, to discover that, to find that out? Well, I find it interesting, you know, so my business is called Your Life Unlimited. And then I think about the opposite, like who would want their life limited? Like what what are the options? Of course, we want it to be unlimited. But I think we're so used to traveling the same path. And that's the way it's always been. And and that's, you know, the history that I've had. And that's what people expect of me and da, 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 that we don't even give ourselves permission many times to look outside of what else could I be? What if I wasn't a conventional nurse? What if I didn't work shift work? What if I didn't have all these um, criteria on me that either I have put on myself or beliefs that I had in the past or beliefs that other people have had of me. So I think sometimes we need to look at that first. And sometimes, this is what I find many times with coaching clients, many times people have feelings like I did, like I want something more, but we don't know what it is. But sometimes if we don't know what it is, we sure know what we what it isn't. <laughs> we sure know what we don't want. So if mm-hmm. we can make that list of things we don't want, um, and then we just flip it, flip the opposite, all of a sudden we have this beautiful list of things we do want, and that's very empowering. So listeners, what Stephanie is saying to you is sometimes you don't go through the front door, you go through the back door. Ah, yeah. nice way of putting it. And, you know, we make this list of, okay, this is not okay. So then mm-hmm. what does that leave? So it's almost like the process of elimination in a reverse way. So it doesn't matter how you get there. Mm-hmm. It's just get there and, and take initiative. It could be the side door. It could be the window. <laughs> it oh, could be maybe, the crawl space. Well, maybe you're dropping in a helicopter on a rope, rope line. <laughs> sure, let's go with that one. <laughs> For sure, somebody. Yeah, I'm sorry to limit people just to the back door. Of course, right. let's go wherever we want to go with that. Now, Again, Stephanie, there's no one right answer. Exactly. Now, Stephanie, you've coached a lot of people now, and you've had your radio show. What are some of the things that you have discovered and learned coaching other individuals of habits, strategies. Let's just kind of go deep into your space 
and help the listeners on specific insights and strategies for them to go to the next level. So you go wherever you need to take this right now as far as your expertise in helping people create unlimited lives. Cool. Well, one thing I would say if I, there was one phrase that I hear the most from coaching clients, it's this. I never thought of it that way. Mm. I never thought of it that way. You see, we're so used to seeing things from the same vantage point, from the same view, with the same glasses, with the same perspective. It's, it's not that I can give people all these answers. I don't. But I think what I am skilled at is getting people to see it from a different perspective. And it's when we can see the same problem, issue, challenge, obstacle from a different perspective that we kind of tilt our head and we go, oh, like that's interesting. Because what happens next almost all the time is little antennas appear from the back of your head and they start looking around and they start seeing different solutions. You only see your problem, challenge, obstacle from one view. You're only going to see the same solutions. When you start looking at it from a different perspective, oh, what about this? What about that? I never thought of this. And a whole bunch of um, new doors and opportunities open up. So changing perspective, changing viewpoints, changing your mindset. So that's one of the items there. So then what are some other ones that you would come across or you're teaching in your program to others? Well, another thing that I see all the time is that, and even, you know, when people bring us to, to an event, right, we're standing up on stage, we're trying to tell people how to be, how to be a better person, make the world a better place, be happier, be healthier. Like nobody, this is what I honestly believe, nobody needs to bring a speaker in from anywhere to tell us those things. We all know what to do. And if we don't know what to do, we're going to Google it and how to be healthier and happier. We're going to get 62 billion hits. But when we get 62 billion hits, we get overwhelmed. And when we get overwhelmed, we end up doing nothing. Mm. And then one year turns into three years, turns into five, turns into 10. And then we end up with that. I meant to do that. So I think overwhelm is a huge, a huge problem. So the, um, the premise that I work with is the principle. I'm sure you've heard of it. It's called Kaizen. Mm-hmm. So Kaizen is it comes from the Japanese. Yeah. It comes from the Japanese auto industry. I mean, small continuous improvement. And uh, to me, this was a secret sauce for me <laughs> It changed my life, and, uh, and I believe it has for, for, for tens of thousands of people across North America and a few in the Middle East. But um, what it does is it gives people permission. So if you want to jump into that arena, as we do on January 1st, I'm going to go to the gym for an hour a day. I'm going to do feng shui. I'm going to go vegan, right? Like, I'm going to do it all. But then, you know, six days later, we're like, eh. Ah, that was last week. I'm kind of done with that now. Kaizen says, what is the smallest thing you can do continuously to lean into the area you want to go? So whether you want to be more contributory, whether you want to be more community minded, whether you want to be healthier, whether you want to make your relationships better, better, whether you want to be happier, whether you want to be more, whatever it is you want more, you can do all this stuff or you can just do one little thing consistently. And sometimes I'll I'll give you an example. One of the first Mm -hmm. things I did was about this, okay, trying to, trying to be healthier, right? And I don't know how, when you do your exercise regime or whatever, but, but I find like first thing in the morning, if I don't do something first thing in the morning, then I spend the rest of the day talking to myself out of it. So I decided I was going to roll out of bed and I was going to do push-ups, like right there, right then, first thing in the morning. And uh, my husband, he's kind of wondering what I'm doing on the floor, you know, breathing heavy with, <laughs> without him. But anyways, <laughs> he's used to me. So I just keep doing this every day. It's not about 
you know, the seven calories that I'm burning. It's not about building my, my, uh, my arm muscles. It's about what's in between my ears. It's about creating that mindset for uncommon success. Cause every time I get down, do those pushups, I say to myself, I'm strong. I'm dedicated. I do what I say I'm going to do. It's going to be a great start to the day. If I do no other exercise today, I have done this. So that's an example of like Kaizening your exercise routine, right? I didn't go to the gym for an hour, but if I did nothing else, I did push-ups for a minute and that's better than nothing. And that helps my mindset, like motivate me to that next level. Does that make sense? It makes uh, total sense. Uh, Stephanie, I'll share with the listeners and with you some research that came out not that long ago. Um, uh, Brenda, my wife works as an academic coach at university in what they, and she was helping students to change, just as you're helping your clients to change. The study was this, if you tried to do one thing differently, the likelihood of success is around 85%. If you try to do two things differently at the same time, it's 50%. If you try to do three things together at the same time, it's 15%. Wow. So 85, 50, and 15. Correct. And wow. So when you talk about Kaizen or you talk about overwhelm in, you know, I get it too. I mean, I have just a voracious desire to learn, but your brain can explode with all the different inputs from all the different sources. And it's interesting. We had a, a health expert on in, in your nursing background right now, you know, depression and loneliness has never been higher in society because everybody's on their social media for hours, but they're lonely. They're not connect. They're connected, but they're not connected. So when we think about change and transfers, Stephanie, what, what are some things I can do now to start embracing this, you know, Kaizen or this iterative nature or this progressive uh, transformation that you teach your clients or your, your coaching individuals that you're working with? So one of the things that I found it works worked really well for me. Um, so I and I'm like you. I'm like, I I love learning, right? I love learning, and I literally go to conferences for a living, literally. <laughs> and I listen to all these amazing speakers, and I'll, oh, I'm going to do this, and I want to do that, and I want to do it all. But what I found, I made a little formula. So my formula is um, K plus C equals H squared. K stands for Kaizen. C stands for Q. Now, a Q is a trigger. A Q is a habit that comes easily and effortlessly to you. A Q is something that you do and you don't even have to think about it. And then the H squared stands for happy and healthy because I think for the most part, wherever you go, we're all looking for the same thing and those, those are it. <laughs> that encompasses everything. So when I told you about the little push-up things, so my Kaizen was, was to do push-ups. Right? My Kaizen was to get a little bit healthier. My Q was getting out of bed. So as soon as my heat, feet hit the floor, that was my cue to get down and do my push-ups. So this is how I make my Kaizans work. And every month I associate, I associate a new one. And what I tell people is that you, you need to like take the concept of that and make it your own. So I'm not saying get on the floor and do push-ups when you wake up. That's what I did. That was one of mine. But um, for example... One of uh, gentlemen who was in my audience, he contacted me months later and he said, I wanted to tell you how I took that concept and I made it my own. He said, I realized something I do every day is put on my belt. Okay, so the belt mm -hmm. became his cue. He said, what I started to do is every time I put my belt through a loop, I, I would think of something I was grateful for. And that's how I've been starting my day for the last three months. 
And he said, I can't tell you what a difference that has made to my family, me starting my day that way, just the whole mindset I come out of my bedroom with um, to start my day for my family and for my workplace. It's, it's, and now, is, that a, is it a big thing or a little thing? Mm. It, it's kind of a trick question because it's a little thing that's a big thing. Right. And I believe that one of these days we're finally going to figure out that the little things are the big things. And we don't have to do everything, but do something, do something differently. You can't help everybody, but we can help somebody, right? And uh, we don't have to do it all, but we can do one little thing to lean us into that direction we want to go. And I think if you pair that Kaizen, the small thing you'll do continuously, with a cue, something that you already do regularly, marry those two things together, you're going to see and feel a big, big difference. Mm-hmm. Mm, absolutely. So listeners, when you think about what Stephanie is sharing is, you know, don't get into the guilt, don't get overwhelmed. Uh, everybody, the other side of this, Stephanie, and sorry, I'm skipping over a thought here, is it's interesting. Everybody has an opinion on what you should do. Very few people have wisdom. Ooh, nice. In the, <laughs> That's in, a nice in, one. In, well, in the social media space, right? So sometimes you get around other individuals. I'll give you an example. We talk about it in the show here, and this is why we have experts like you on, is people who have never done something, and it's sort of like, okay, I'm going to go to XYZ person, and can you help me build a house? And they've never you know, held a hammer or a saw. Mm-hmm. Or you know, help me on my parenting skills, and I've never had kids. It's not that people who don't have kids don't have some uh, good ideas. It's just that it's not the same. You know, if you're a parent, once you're right. in it, it's yep. a different deal. So it, listen, I want to go to somebody who's had successfully parented kids and learn from them, not from somebody else who always has an opinion. Right. So when we think about, okay, little step, what am I doing already to be able to do this H squared or this happiness. So what are some of the other things that are in your ebook? And I'm sure we'll give them the URL here in a moment, Stephanie, so everybody can go and find out more about you and learn about your excellent work. But what are some of the other things that you have in Uncommon Success as far as the book's concerned? Well, I think that one of the big things that, you know, we haven't touched on, I think maybe you touched on just a little wee bit, but, but is that support circle. So, you know, we, when I started this, um, this, you know, immersing myself into this world of personal development, when I began the coaching, I had somebody that, that was close to me. So what I, what I kind of did is I had a big party. I made this decision that this is what I was going to do. I invited all my friends over. I told them, like, I have an announcement. I was so excited. And so all these people came over and they thought I was pregnant, but, but no. Um, and I made this announcement. I said, I'm going to like quit nursing. I'm going to become a life coach. And, and it was complete and utter silence in the room until finally one person spoke up and she said, Steph, we have no idea what that is, but we're sure you'll be very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, you just watch. In five years, everybody's going to know one, be one, or have one. And that's exactly what happened. And the reason I'm telling you this story is because who we surround ourselves, and I know your people know this, but sometimes they just need to hear it in a different voice. Who we surround ourselves with is so incredibly critical. So I had that person that told me, like, I don't know what, what you're doing, but you're going to be awesome. And then I had someone else that said, don't come anywhere near me with that. 
Like it was mm. some sort of a voodoo thing, right? Oh, so what well, yeah, you're really, diseased. You're diseased, yes, Stephanie, whatever yes. it is. Okay. And what I found is when I was making this transition, I did lose people in my life. Like some people just did not want any part of me, any part mm. of what was going on here. And, but, and I, that worried me, right? Because these are people I'd had in my life for forever. And sometimes you have people in your life for forever because they've been in your life for forever. And when you think about it, that's really the only reason, you know, you have grown apart. You don't have anything in common anymore. They're not serving your best interest. They're not cheering for you. They're not your champion. Mm -hmm. They're not your cheerleader. You feel like I don't want to share a success with them because they're just going to turn it around or they're going to make me feel bad or guilty or something who we need to draw into our lives. And again, this goes with, you know, making space is when I let those people go. And I'd like to talk about that more in a moment. Um, what it did is it made space for me for all these amazing, just fantastic contributing people to come into my world. People oh, I had you. never. I appreciate that. You, yes. Present <laughs> company included. Absolutely. Oh, I'm and just messing with the audience as well. That's so bad. Well, no, let's have but some it's fun true. along the way. That's but right. people that you can, you can count on people that share in your joy, people that just rejoice with you, people that serve you, people that want the better of you, people that know when they make you better, they're making themselves better too. So, for example, um, when I was going to write my first book, the one you're talking about, When Enlightening Strikes, Creating a Mindset for Uncommon Success, I thought, who am I? Like, I don't, who am I to write a book? I don't know anything about anything, and I don't know anybody that's written a book. I don't know any. Uh, uh, right away, all of a sudden, authors, editors, publish, all, all these people started coming into my life. It's like, what the heck? You know, two, a year ago, I didn't know any of these people. Now, at this point in my life, I hardly know anyone who hasn't written a book. It's like, oh, I've only written three? Oh, what, what the, what's wrong with me? <laughs> right? the, the, the world changes. Your view changes. And the people that I let go, it's not that I just dump them. Mm-hmm. I just realized, you know what? The path you're going down, I'm not going down that path. Like, I'm not going down it with you. But if something changes or shifts with you and you want to come down my path, my arms are open and you are more than welcome. Please, please come on down my path. So I guess it's about boundaries, Ken. Really? Mm-hmm. I, it's boundaries, right? These people are not serving me well just because you've been in my life for 20 years. It doesn't mean you have to be for the next 20. Or, you know, if you happen to be married to them or gave birth to them or related to them in some way, maybe you just need to put up boundaries about what you will accept and the amount of time you spend with them. Well, uh, I think you know, do you know Dr. Marshall Goldsmith? I know of him. I'm not privileged enough to know him in person. But one of the things he has in his book, Stephanie, which links into this, is that sometimes also what happens is we're so excited about where we're going. These other people are, they know us for who we are, not who we are becoming. And Marshall talks about a story where this lady uh, left India, came back, and they said, well, what are you doing? And she went on this whole story, well, I'm this VP of this, and I was traveling to France, and I was going to that. And her friend after dinner pulled her aside and said, who do you think you are to be so arrogant, whatever? All she was doing is just sharing her excitement of her life. She wasn't you know, doing anything yep. more than that. And so what Marshall says, when we come back to these old friends or family, then a lot of times people ask what I do and where I'm going, Stephanie, just what you're saying here. I just share sort of the minimum amount to not 
really get in this space where I come across differently, where we have our colleagues, we're, you know, both of us being speakers, is that we get it, we understand it. So the same thing for those of you that are listening, is that sometimes this situation, as Stephanie has shared, they're not on the same page, and it's okay, they're fine, we're not judging them, we're just, it's not, it's not a place that is supporting where we're going. And it's not from a self-centered point of view, it's from a self-honoring. Stephanie, who you are, and so congratulations again on your courage to make these steps. Who you are is because you've made some choices to be around people who will encourage you, that will drive you, that will pull you, will inspire you versus drain you and be toxic, or really just kind of poo-poo, says, you know, Stephanie, What's a life coach? What, what a silly idea. You're, you're a nurse. You've been to school all these years yeah. and you're going to let that go. How silly is that? Yeah. And so I think we can ask ourselves like how we feel like when you're about to see that person or whoever it is like going into it, like, are you like, Oh, censoring what you have to say? Are you feeling like, Oh, I better not. Are you feeling excited? Cause you know, they're going to share in your joy. And, and that will answer a lot of questions. I think just that, I mean, awareness is the, is the first piece of the puzzle, right? Is this who I want to be spending my time with? Is this what I want to be doing? Is this where I want to be going? Is this how I want mm-hmm. to be serving? Like ask us and to not just be doing it because of habit or that's what we've always done or that's what people expect of me mm-hmm. or we're worried about what people are going to think. Uh, Stephanie, what you said, I, I just want everybody who's listening, you might be driving, you might be walking, you might be running, you might, whatever it is that you're doing. You know, Stephanie, you said something that was just very, very important about, you know, moving forward and that it's not judging those individuals and, and that it is okay uh, as part of it and owning your own space. So thank you for sharing that. If I can share one more, I would love to just... Please do. You have to, you have to sometimes ask for what you want, right? So I, I always talk, for example, I'll talk about our speaking association. So we both belong to the Canadian Association of Professional Speakers. And I always describe that association as a buffet, like everything you need to know about the speaking profession, for personally, I learned from that association and the people in it. Like I didn't even know what a lavalier mic was when I started. Mm. I, I still can't spell it, but at least I know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I tell people th- this buffet, like you have to feed yourself. Like we don't feed you. You have to come to the buffet, decide what you want and take what you want or ask for what you want, you know, respectfully. And one of one of our colleagues said to me, and Stephanie, I don't know anyone who's taken more from the buffet than you. <laughs> and I don't know if it was a, I think it was a compliment, but I took it as a compliment because like I see, and I think that this whole buffet of life, like it is all mm. there for us, but it's not someone else's job to make a better life for us. It is our job to make a better life for us if we want to. And it's a very empowering feeling to just go, you know what, this is, this is what I'm looking for. This is how am I going to get it? And, and to go and ask people, like, can you, can you serve me? Would you be willing to help me? How could we trade? How could we barter? What can I do for you? Here are some things I have to offer. Could I, could I swap with you? Like, there's always one more right answer. There's always another way to look at it. And there's solutions everywhere if we just open our eyes. That's the opposite of um, being a victim. It's taking responsibility and ownership for what you have in your life. So thank you, Stephanie, for that. And you're right. There's... There's another, there's another level possibility. Creativity is really technically endless. 
So, or unlimited, I've heard that word somewhere. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Here's the big thing about coaching. I mean, we can't want a better life for people more than they want it for themselves. Mm -hmm. Right? Whether it's our children, our partner, our parents, our colleagues, our staff, our no matter how much potential, no matter how much opportunity, no matter how much we see it could be better, us wanting it is not going to make it so. They Absolutely. have to want it. They have to want it. Mm. We, can, we can set an environment. We can encourage them. But in the end, I'm the one that has to do the running to get fit. You can't do it for me. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> I, I wish I could. Yeah, I have a surrogate for that way. I want to be able to set that up. Now, we have a few more minutes, but before we get to that, Stephanie, how can people find out about you? And then don't you have a free, like a download for your book as a gift? I do. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So my website is yourlifeunlimited.ca. And if you go after the CA, if you go slash West, W-E-S, it stands for When Enlightening Strikes, you can download my first book. Um, um, yeah, if you don't mind reading ebooks, then it's, you know, it's, it's a light, fun, I think interesting, <laughs> engaging read. It's, um, yeah, I'm, really, I'm, I'm quite proud of it. It's funny, when I first wrote it, I was like, uh, people would go to take it, and I didn't want to let go of my hand. I didn't want to let go of it, because I felt like if people don't like this book, it's like they don't like me. Mm. But um, because it's so personal, but I think there is a lot of really juicy gems that people can um, can apply to their own lives. And and now I feel like, you know what, if you it, it, it is what it is, right? You take what you want for either you can get a lot of learning from it or you can just have a light, entertaining read. And um, and I'm all good. And now this next book. So my newest book was just launched. It's called The Triangle, T.R.Y. And uh, and now I just about that one. I don't have the same. I just feel like this is out there, you know, enjoy it or don't. I don't care. But I had a, I had so much fun living it. I had so much fun writing it. And if people get something from it, great. What is the focus of that book, Stephanie? Pardon my ignorance on that. Oh, not at all. So when I turn 50, this is when you go shock and awe, you're 50? What? Mm-hmm. Um, when I turn, <laughs> I'll pause for you to do that. When I turn 50. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> no, you're supposed to go, What? What? Okay. <laughs> you what? You're 50? Oh, ah, sorry, 50. Stephanie, I didn't take the cues very well. No, there we go. you did not. I failed. Not. Okay. Anyways, when I turned 50, I made a list. 50 challenges in my 50th year, and I got other people to give me these challenges so that they, to be sure that they would be far outside of my comfort zone. They covered things in all different realms, physically, spiritually, intellectually, community, socially, even sexually, all sorts of different things. So this book, The Triangle, A New Slant on Life, is based on the 50 challenges in my 50th year. And it was, so far, the best year of my life. Like I said, an awesome year to live, an amazingly fun book to write. And I think it'll be a fun book for people to read. And even if you just either pick one of those ideas or those ideas spark something else in you, Mm. it's not the success of my try. It was the, the essence of the try. It was trying the try that really allowed for so much growth and expansion. It was amazing. Well, congratulations on that. Thank you for that. There are some of you that are, or some of us, pardon me, who are kind of like ahead of that date by quite a bit. So we're not (laughs) going to... We're going to say, oh, man, to be 50 again, wouldn't that be nice? Okay. But I'm not saying anything. I don't know who I know who might be a little older. So so congratulations, Stephanie, on that. Go ahead. Thank you. Well, it's got nothing to do with really turning 50. The whole thing is about trying different things, a year of just trying. You know, we have a bucket list, but those are like someday lists. 
this was things like the the immediacy. I got to get these done in a year or I get Mm -hmm. to get these things done in a year. And like I said, if people can take, I I don't think anybody should have a birthday without checking out this book because there's so many great ideas in it. Well, super. And what a creative idea. That's awesome to be able to do it. You're living your life unlimited by just, just casting a net getting some feedback around it. Now, there's all kinds of research for everybody that's listening about when you try these different things that you open yourself for learning in all different facets of your life. I mean, one of the things we've done as a family, Stephanie, is we tried to do some kind of adventure every year with my kids. And they're now adults. But, you know, if it was bungee jumping, if it was ziplining, if it was whitewater rafting, um, they were drag racers. And so they were drag racing cars. So all these kinds of experiences, just not that we are risk takers, but just getting on the other side and get something new and go and we, well, in fact, this August, my daughter finished her degree. Well, she was just a, a few credits short and she's done now. And we went skydiving together. And oh. so, so it, it's pretty cool when you can do that with your kids to kind of get on the outside and everybody says, I'd never do that. And I said, well, I wouldn't either, but it's around getting outside of that comfort zone. And I love your list of 50. And so that's great. Now give your website again, Stephanie, so that people can find out about you. Yourlifeunlimited.ca slash Wes, if you want to get that free book, yourlifeunlimited.ca. And I love what you did with your family. They will forget what's wrapped up under the Christmas tree, but people don't forget experiences like that. So that's awesome. I give you tons of credit. Well, thank you. We've been privileged to do it. Now, Stephanie, for our SOS Secrets of Success listeners, what's a final gem you want to encourage or leave with the listeners? So if I could only, if it was a 10 second podcast and that's all I had, this is what I would tell your people. This is my desktop screensaver. Work harder on yourself than on anything else. Mm. That's it. Work harder on yourself than on anything else and everything else will be better. Well, thank you, Stephanie. And of course, we're already out of time. Can you believe that? Where did it go? (laughs) And thank you very much for taking your time to be with us today and sharing your insight with the SOS listeners. Totally my pleasure and just um, kudos to you. You are a rock star in our industry. The amount of good you're doing in the world is uncalculable. And I think you're living your life unlimited too. So kudos Well, thank you, you, Stephanie, for being a friend and encouraging. And regardless of who we are, we always, it's just very nice to be encouraged by others. So I, I, I receive that. I accept that. Thank you very much for that. SOS listeners, Stephanie Staples. Go to her site, find out more about yourlifeunlimited.ca. And my encouragement to you is that if you like what we're doing, please pass it on to somebody else. If you are listening on iTunes or SoundCloud or Stitcher, whatever format is that, we sure appreciate it if you have a chance to leave a positive review and your comments. Let others know about what we're doing here. My encouragement to you is that you would do your best to live your life on purpose. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Keyes. Thanks for exploring the secrets of success with us. If you want to keep the momentum going, log on to crgleader.com. Scroll to the bottom and sign up for our inspirational emails. You can also take your success to the next level by following us on Facebook and Twitter and connecting with Ken on LinkedIn. We hope you have a great week and look forward to you joining us next time for the Secrets of Success podcast with Dr. Ken Keyes.